Yo, welcome everyone once again to the We Are Gamers series. A group of 1v1 question and answer sessions with fellow gamers just to let you know who these people are. Learning to know about the people behind the gamer tag. Thank you once again for letting us share your space. It is a true pleasure to do so this day. Today's guest is none other than a man called Peons Go Zug Zug, a name that I personally love because I know exactly where it comes from. And I just, every time I hear it, I want to follow it by saying Strubal. Peons, welcome, my friend. Welcome. Uh, thanks, Syke. It's an honor <laughs> to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. Yes. We're honored to have you here. So if you don't mind, just, just for the listeners, I, I love your name so much. If you don't mind for the listeners, just if you can just give us your first name, please. Sure. Zach. 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 I think I knew that. And I, I'm not sure if I did. Sometimes I learned a few people's first names for the first time during this interview, which is always, it's always good to learn, <laughs> learn things about your gaming buddies. Yeah. I mean, it's always good. Yeah. So what's so peons go zug zug. I know you also have a, a Twitch channel that that you do your your coaching with, and and when you game. So do you have any other online game names that you use, or or maybe even a series of of names that you use when you play online games? Not really. I mean, like I pretty much name most of my characters the same, uh, mm -hmm. even on WoW or. Uh, dota and stuff uh if i do have like too many accounts uh like let's say league uh mm -hmm. i just kind of name them after some anime characters or something oh nice like your alts and stuff you just yeah i got you i got you. so so peons go zug zug i know where that comes from specifically and is that your primary your primary game name or yes uh so i I, I started out getting it when I uh, started playing Dota, uh, mm -hmm. the original Dota. Uh, basically, before that, it was kind of like I was still in my like teens where it was just like changing the name to what was hot, whether it was like, you know, Batman came out or Star mm -hmm. Wars came out. And it'd be characters uh, over that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of just kind of settled down after uh, Dota for a permanent name because the uh, mm -hmm. ladder board that they had went off of your uh, account name. Oh, okay. So, oh, right. So having more than one account name will kind of skew that. So it, yeah. So it was like you, people only made it because they felt like they were uh, the classic, like I'm only stuck at this ELO because uh, of the <laughs> players. And then they'd make 20 accounts, but they would still be at the same amount of points. <laughs> That's interesting. So does that name specifically have a special meaning for you to have that you chose that name in particular? What was it that, uh, that made you choose that name? Yeah, so um, honestly, I chose the name. Like, I thought about it for a little bit. And um, mm -hmm. I was thinking about, like, some of the first games I, I played. And one of the very first games I started out with on the PC was actual Warcraft. Uh, one, Warcraft and, 1. Yeah, Warcraft 1. Nice. So that manually... was, like, the biggest game. <laughs> Nice. You have to because I think around that time Diablo was out. Just the original mm. Diablo was uh, pretty mm -hmm. highly played mm -hmm. uh, during mm -hmm. that time, and I think D two came. Uh, I forget if it was after Warcraft two or not, but during that time, that was like when I first started uh, getting into 
uh, online gaming and watching my dad play like Doom online and uh, Quake and stuff. And I played Warcraft 2 online, but mm. uh, I they changed it because peons used to go zigzag in the original Warcraft and then grunts did it from the uh, Warcraft 2 on up. So yeah. like you'd really <laughs> have to go back and know that it was mm-hmm. the original Warcraft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why I go struggle. They're like, what you want? All right. Okay. Yeah, I, I love Warcraft was one of the, for me, that's a special game because that's one of the first PC game that that was one of the first PC gamers I got into that I, that I actually played online, you know, with the DSL, with the, the phone cable and everything. That's awesome. So if you don't mind, this next question is a little, this question is always tricky because it's about your age. I'm going to okay. ask you your age. If you don't, if you don't want to state your age, it's understandable. You can give the bracket. A few people have done that, which is fair. I understand. So, so how old are you and when did you actually start gaming? Well, I'm 37 uh, in December mm. and uh, I started gaming uh, when I was four with the original uh, Nintendo. Nice. Now, do you remember what game you started with? Uh, the game I started with was Super Mario Brothers. Mm. Wow, and the, the original. The original. Yeah. And the next game that I played was uh, on there the most was the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. That game was that game was great. Hard, though. That was a very hard game, though, to, to actually finish. But that was an yeah. awesome game. Yeah. Nice. So what was it about video games specifically that drew you, per se, to actually, like, what was the draw for you to play them? Uh, so at first it was like, uh, I wasn't into, like, I enjoyed it because my brother would play with me. Mm. Um, and we played a lot of co-op, uh, with like Ninja Turtles and uh, mm. we would take turns with Mario brothers. Nice. Um, but like, I think it wasn't until later on in life that I kind of realized that I really enjoyed gaming, mm. uh, for the, uh, partnership and team play. Uh, because like down under, I'm, I was very introvert back in the day, but no. I always wanted to be part of a team and lead. Uh, I just wasn't like confident in myself to really bring it out. So like games really? helped like do that because no one sees you on the other side. Like I want to play football and stuff, mm-hmm. but I was always like the the 80 pound person that's like, dude, everyone's doubled my size. So I, I couldn't compete in that level. And I wasn't like, I was decent, but I wasn't like mm-hmm. fast. So, but games... I, they, you don't have to worry about like that size, mm-hmm. age, and everything as long as you have uh, whatever technique they're looking for, whether it's fastest hands or just problem solving. Uh, you can be at a pretty high level. Mm, that's interesting. That's very interesting, actually. So you started gaming, and how was your family's reaction when you started gaming? Because I know this this question for some people, the family's reaction was nonchalant they didn't care others i know especially from from hispanic backgrounds it it gets a little more the reactions are different but how was your family's reaction when you started gaming uh so i think it kind of came in like two phases or three so at Mm. first uh i think it was more of a way in my younger years to like keep us distracted like now you have like ipads and stuff but Mm. like I would go outside and I love going outside, but it's a way like my mom's like, okay, it's raining. So how do I keep them distracted? And we didn't really have like 
cable TV. It was just the local networks. So that just helped out a lot where it was just like, you know, uh, keep us distracted. And then the Mm -hmm. other part, uh, I think in the mid, uh, when I was a teenager, I think like on my mom's side, she was kind of like, I feel like you're playing too much. Uh, Because (laughs) again, it comes back to that introvert where I was like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't really like, compete with at a different level that i wanted to because i'm very competitive mm-hmm. but i could inside but that's when counter-strike was huge uh and i, and I spent like hours upon hours and then mm-hmm. i think in the end after like towards my senior year yeah. like especially i think it's more of my mom again that it's like she's kind of let go of it she was like this is who i am and um she loves games too like board games and uh like we get crazy with we and on my dad's side my dad always loved playing games so he would always play like mortal Kombat with me madden uh oh that's cool and it's really big uh so yeah oh that's awesome that's awesome so you talked about your family and stuff like that so if you don't mind just letting us know what's your what what's your heritage where are you from in your cultural background Please. So on my dad's side, it's uh, Hispanic, and my mom's side is German. Mm. Uh, so my dad's side is a lot of like rock band things that you could play a lot more bigger groups in because we're all drinking, getting all crazy. So rock bands mm. is a great way to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's side is a little more uh, uh, conservative and not the the more like uh, I'm gonna have some nice food and maybe a wine and stuff but she's mm-hmm. going crazy on some tennis some bowling with Wii sports and stuff or uh something that is like um still interactive but maybe not as like uh wild and crazy that's interesting so the whole family used to play together then right is yeah. it, is it- so uh my parents divorced but uh when i was younger uh mm-hmm. but they always like yeah they always play games with us so it was just one of those things that has always been in the on either side right right wow that's cool so i mean considering your culture how you just explained it has there been really any positive or negative effect that your culture has had on your personal gaming experience um I think it's uh, given a positive because uh, I think it's always shown that um, being together, whether you're working together or you could be mad at someone and mm-hmm. like just like opening up with a game uh, could be all it takes to just like break the ice. Uh, you know, people always have like arguments mm-hmm. and things. And I think like games kind of remind you that everyone's a person and everyone just wants to have fun in the end. Mm-hmm. But you also need to have those boundaries and it sucks when parents or uh, something doesn't go your way and you feel like you're getting punished. But in the end, it's just their way of like saying, Hey, we have to have rules and boundaries, but we're going to have fun too. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, what kid likes being told, no, you can't play video games, especially after, you know, you've done something that they don't agree with. (laughs) I mean, I mean, look, I, I, when I was when I was a child, I never understood it. Now I'm a father. I, I'm like, yeah, I kind of and I, I, there's times I actually feel bad doing it because I want them because I, I get what you're saying. I want them to play the games. But at the same time, I'm also, you know, having to to throw down some discipline and saying, hey, yeah, you know, you, you, you did this. We that wasn't right. So guess what? We gotta we gotta enact a little discipline. So let me go on to this next question. 
So now, why do you? So you still play games now? I mean, I know this because, you know, we we were in a game literally a few days ago, and we did play together. And and then there's the, I believe I believe you you do still, you used to coach, correct? Right? I mean, yeah. Some somebody mentioned platinum, but I know you're definitely a, a higher level than that for for League of Legends. And so you still do the coaching now and play video games. So why do you still play the video games now? Uh, so I really play because, like I said, I really drive for uh, uh, competition, first of all. And second, I like uh, the camaraderie of like working as a team. So yeah. I play a lot of more team-oriented things like uh, WoW or like MMOs and like uh, League. But uh, I really like... Uh, like I said, it's just a good group to like relax in where I've always felt in the gamer world, you're not really judged because no one really sees you or knows you. They only know you for who you are on the inside and how you are. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard, especially nowadays, that people just kind of judge you just by how you look and how they perceive that you should be. And, and in games, I don't get that. So like a lot of people, especially at work, don't even know that I'm Hispanic until i let them know uh they just look at me like wow you're as white as can be but my brother <laughs> and my dad you'd be like holy moly so like you know like there's those stereotypes that just kind of go mm -hmm. around that mm -hmm. you in games you just get away from and you just have fun and when you learn about people uh and stuff like it's a great experience because you just get to open up and you don't have to be like mm -hmm. wow i was judged just off of looks alone mm -hmm. that's an interesting point i've actually I've actually not heard that point actually spoken about, which is interesting. But it is a good point because as gamers, it's that is the truth, though. When we go into a game, we don't care who we're playing with. There is no, oh, are you are you a dude? Are you a girl? Are you, you know, we, we don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic. You're For us, we want to have fun with a buddy of ours. Like... Me hearing about you being Hispanic, though, honestly, I didn't I didn't believe that either because, I mean, I, I've heard your voice, which is funny. And then you're half Spanish and half German, right, is from yeah. from what you're telling me, which is that that's actually pretty interesting to, to learn about. And even I, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. I didn't think you were half and half, but none of that even mattered when we were gaming, when we were playing a game. You, you you get what I'm saying? We never exactly. we never cared what you were. You know what I mean? You were just a person that was our buddy that we enjoyed playing a game with. Now, granted, you are good at, at the games that you do play, which we also enjoy. You know, who doesn't enjoy a good carry from time to time? <laughs> but on that on the same on the same level though, we don't we're we're not judging you, the person, which you know, in video games, is such a, it, it's such um, it's almost like not polarizing, but you, you get that at arcade games too, you know, people playing a four-player arcade game, they don't care who's there with them. They're all putting their quarter into the machine, and they yeah. all have the same objective. I'm sure we all did uh, like a Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like one of my favorite games was the... Uh, x-men game it's literally you want as many people oh on goodness. those joysticks as possible oh uh, you gave me goosebumps you're actually you're actually another another person i know i i have 
I believe it was Avante. We had him on an earlier podcast, and that was actually one of his his favorite games just because oh. it was so good. Yeah, the the arcade game. He was he was a big Colossus a Colossus fan on that game. Oh, he nice. Loved- I'm, I was a big guy. Uh, uh- uh, gambit uh fan so really nice yep. yeah i was i was a fan of colossus too he would do the ultimate where he would just get he would just shoot like a power wave outside of his body and it would take up like the whole screen but everyone was playing the game for the same reason it wasn't there was no political agenda there was no there was no ideology that had to be shared it was just we need to beat these guys to get to magneto so we could beat Magneto and get to the end credits, right? That was it. That was, it was. and you know the the funny part about that is like, it's like complete opposite. It it felt so bad when you you almost wanted to give them one of your coins sometimes when you're getting yeah. so close to the end and you're kind of like, you know, <laughs> want to say I might die here, right. but I really need you and we really need your power <laughs> and like stay in the game, please. Get your mom to get you some more coins. Go yes. get your dad. Yes. Come back. Yes. Yes. I've I've had that experience with the Ninja Turtles arcade game. I remember okay. we were so close. We we were up to I think it was Shredder, and oh. this one guy was done. We were like, "No, come on, man! Somebody have a quarter, quick!" And then somebody just busted up, just put it in the machine. He pressed start, and we just kept going. It was just, and it's it feels so good though, man. It it just feels so good. That's great. So that actually will lead up into this next question. These are great answers, by the way. It's so good getting to know you, peons. So what's your number one favorite video game of all time? Like the number, number, number one that you can actually say you can play this game anytime. It always feels good to play. You can just, there is no no hesitation if it's available for you. What what game would that be? Um, I honestly would say it's a league. So... I just enjoy the game. Uh, even if I hate parts of it sometimes with meta changes <laughs> that don't really favor me or anything, I just, I like it because they kind of like do a good job of keeping up to date. I mean, I, I literally played Dota until uh, League uh, came out in season one and halfway I changed over because a lot mm. of my friends were starting to play it. Mm. I, I've literally played the same game uh, for the, for as long as I could wow. think about. Wow. Uh, so so league league is definitely your passion, and and you do coach. I I know I've been bringing it up, and I've been making jokes because of the, the yeah. <laughs> the platinum comment, you know, <laughs> which was an that was an interesting that was an interesting moment. Yeah, but, so it's, it's funny because like uh, I I am plat right now, and like I'm working back to diamond, and uh, maybe I'll try to hit masters again. But uh, yeah, so I I, I coached uh, a lot of people for free, and usually when I stream, and I'm trying to get back into it mm-hmm. eventually, but mm-hmm. um, hopefully this fall is I just teach for free and work off tips uh, because again, like um, as much as I'm very competitive, I'm also uh, I like to be a great teacher and a, and a great like. Uh, share the experience with people it might not mm-hmm. be the 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 challenger or pro play teaching uh perfection mm-hmm. but it's a level that at a diamond level that i pretty much am at uh and almost a master uh at one mm-hmm. point in time like i still have all the knowledge that you can't gain and i think like a lot of people sometimes when they're new young they just look at you like oh you're just washed up you haven't been doing this but in the end like if you were to mm. uh, challenge me and like climb the ladder, they're still at gold mm. or 
or bronze and they're wondering and just blaming teammates rather than just being like, hey, I've learned to play that way myself, but I've also learned to finally look at my own play only and just say, you know, I didn't make the best play. That's the point of a 5v5 game is that uh, sometimes you can solo carry and sometimes it was just a team failure overall for making a mistake, but you can't always just say like, Oh, it was the jungler or that zero and ten top lane because everyone has the one and zero top lane or mid lane <laughs> in their game. So it doesn't matter in the end. It's how many mistakes did you make and can you right, better right. yourself? So Right. And I have been that that person that has been zero and ten many times. And I can honestly say that when when we play with you, I know with the group that we're a part of, you know, we listen we listen to a lot of your experience, but we've also learned to, I guess, I don't want to say hold back because that's actually, that that's an interesting dynamic because as a gamer, who really wants to be told, oh, you should do this instead of this, you know? And it takes, I guess, a certain level of maturity to get to that point because you think you're the best. And the reality is there's always someone better. And until until that reality becomes real to you and you understand you can always improve. And this is just in everything. This isn't just in gaming. Oh, yeah. That's the wild thing. This is this is a, a concept for life itself, you know, and video games is just the, the medium and platform that we use, you know, our hobby, our passion. And I totally agree with what you're saying, that it's not about blaming other people which sometimes happens i mean i'm a gamer i've i've done it i've done it plenty of times you know oh this person is bad but then i look back what could i have done what could i have done differently you know that that whole retrospect and that comes with time and you've you've been a big help with helping me personally i i, I really want to say i want to shout you out because you you've done this for me personally you've actually been been the one to teach me how to examine my own you know my own play style Examine what I'm good at. Examine the mistakes. Oh, you you didn't do this. Why did? And then you ask. You you usually go into why did you do that? You know what I mean. Then you're like, see, you did you did this wrong. You know, yes, I'm I'm giving you a shameless plug. You know, just take it for what it is. <laughs> I think the biggest thing like is like it transfers to life. So like mm. uh, like right now I'm working Absolutely. at trying to move up the ladder mm -hmm. and actually be a. a higher than supervisor and be like mm -hmm. a, a big director overall and like i take lessons from people above me on how mm -hmm. to be a better leader and mm -hmm. a lot of them they're like where did you like learn your stuff and like i was mm -hmm. like oh i'm just kind of self-taught mm -hmm. but in a way like the gaming community has built me that way because like mm -hmm. you said i might not always be right mm -hmm. in my direction and that's mm -hmm. how life is but people follow you and when you fail you have to learn to rebound right. and accept that it's your your failure like if i had made a baron call and we failed and we died like right. yes it's easy to just say i told you peons that was the stupidest decision and it's like <laughs> okay maybe it was mm. but maybe i also was like mm -hmm. like trying to also push people and mm. challenge them like not always be scared like yes it's always going to be close but there's nothing mm -hmm. better when you're watching that pro game mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh, my God, it's nail biting. You don't know if it's going to get stolen. It's mm -hmm. going to be a big play. Is mm -hmm. it going to be an ace? And 
that is like the experience and the thrill and the joy of of life mm. uh and it's the same thing in the work plan where works okay. on where you make the same calls when you're a leader and sometimes people are like yeah that was great we love you and other times they're like that was the worst decision but <laughs> at least you took a stand and you made a, a chance to do yeah. something and i think it's also like if you ever seen like that uh hamilton play mm. i think like you know that teaches a lot too of like how Burr just never got anywhere. He like made it up there, but in the end, he never like shared his views and just kept to himself and was just really selfish. And in the end, he didn't get what he wanted. And I think a lot of people like fail to like see that. And I think gaming brings that out because you're willing to take more chances because again, you don't have that face that everyone sees. Right. So they're just going off of your words and your play. And right. it's easy to just fall back like, when you take like the hits of like this, it's easier just to fall back yeah, and not worry about it. Where at work, you have to face them face to face. And that's like a reality for people is like, that's harder to do. So that's why people don't take as many chances. And you have mm -hmm. these kind of mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. just bad leaders because people aren't willing to share their experiences when in games, most people don't even care. They're like, yeah, try to do better than me. I've perfected this mm -hmm. and I'll even tell you how I did. And you still can't. Uh, be better and, and it's like a challenge so it, it's mm -hmm. like that internal that they're willing to do on the mm -hmm. in the gaming world but not willing to do the same thing on the outside which is kind of weird to me uh in that aspect yeah i mean it's also it's also easier the anon the uh anon uh, i can't say this word anonymity anon anonymity oh my lord people are going to make fun of me for this being anonymous online <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like you said there's no there's no face there's no i get sometimes there's not even real consequence i know there was at one point in the gaming community especially i would like to say maybe 20 years ago there was a game i used to play it was called jump gate it was an old mmo where it was a space flight sim it was a first person space flight sim mmo really old if you're listening to this, just Google Jumpgate MMO. You'll see it's very old, old graphics, unforgettable gameplay, though. But one thing, the community was small and everyone knew each other. So if you were a jerk, people didn't want to play with you. People didn't want to have, want to have anything to do with you. And if you were a bad player, but you were, I guess, more approachable and easier to to hang out with there was a healthy medium you know they were like oh yeah psych me i used to fly these these huge bomber planes that were like the worst planes in the game but i kind of knew how to fly them in a way that nobody else would fly them you know thinking out the box meta but at the same time i wasn't a jerk about things you know what i mean i wasn't oh you just got blown away because I, I i dabbled in the pvp aspect of that a lot and yeah a lot of a lot of these like Especially like what you're saying, I I kind of vibe with that because it it's so translate into your real life experiences. Because yeah, like you said, taking the risks, you know, just doing things, doing things in the right way. Okay, I'm I just went off on a huge tangent. I'm so sorry. Let, let, <laughs> let me let me rein this in. Um, so we have we have a few more questions. We're winding down. So so you did you did start talking about some gaming memories you know, with those epic Baron seals and League of Legends. I've I've seen some of those and those are cool. So what is what is your 
one gaming memory, that one gaming moment of that that you participated in or or witnessed or saw that you will never ever forget? Um, it was probably when I was like five years old. Mm. Uh, and it was um beating uh Shredder with my brother, uh little brother at that time, and wow. you know, playing like a whole year and finally beating the game. Um I think that was when both of us were at the happiest uh, because our parents were together. We were, were so close and we did so much and it was just so much teamwork and, and brotherhood that, uh, you know, when you when you put in like eight, nine months of constant trying every weekend on a Saturday <laughs> night, yes, uh, like it, it just that that is probably the, the best memory I have uh, of gaming because it was it was like the first uh, uh, probably the first major accomplishment I felt mm, in, mm. in my life uh, was doing, and then doing it with my brother. Oh man. That's an awesome memory. Actually. That's an awesome. Cause that was getting, getting to that point was hard. And then when you did it, it just felt so good to just oh. get it done. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's an awesome moment. That is an amazing moment. All right. So this next question, this will actually be our, our last question for the night. And it's more of a technical question. And I know, I know you're really into IT, and this will be interesting for you since you've also, you've seen the evolution of technology. You know, you started on Nintendo, and you know, I I know personally that you've got into PC gaming. League is actually only on PC right now, even though they have an offshoot on phones. But for the most part, you know, the things you talked about, WoW games like that, the original Warcraft, I know, was only PC. So how do you feel? that the evolution of technology has really impacted your actual gaming experience. Has it been positive? Has it been negative? Just the, the way technology has evolved. How does, how has that affected you as a gamer? I think it's uh, been uh, very positive. I think like um, no matter what, uh, I feel technology just kind of brings, mm. uh, how can I word this? Like it, it's, it brings stuff more alive. So mm. I think like for a person like me, I don't really read a lot mm. and like, I do have a good imagination, but it's like, you can really show things. So like, I really like storytelling and that's why I'm always big in games, especially Final Fantasy back mm. in the day. Like Final Fantasy was always ahead of its time mm. uh, when it came uh, to those cinematic uh, trailers mm. And uh, in gameplay, like Final Fantasy VII is one that I remember that you were just like, oh, my God, look at Midgard and how right. uh, you're running through it. And you're yeah. just like amazed by the technology and graphics. And then Blizzard came out and you were like, oh, my God, these guys just destroy how yeah. gaming is because you could just put in storytell with it. And I'm mm -hmm. a big storyteller. And I think with technology, it's helped it out because the games that you look like that don't really work out, it's yeah. not because technologies failed them it's mm -hmm. either because they took too many chances and the technology just wasn't there yet mm. uh whether it was like game boy red or whatever <laughs> uh, the virtual that you were just like blinded after like five minutes the virtual boy <laughs> yeah i remember <laughs> or, that or you even go to like games like now like that uh 2077 or whatever game cyberpunk mm. that you're just like it had a cool idea and really is trying to go out but it like the technology just wasn't there for it. Right. Um, right. 
Right. So like, I think, I think it's always been positive because you, like it just advances storytelling and gives you like a new uh, way to look at things. And I, I've mm-hmm. always enjoyed it. So as long as the, I think more important is the story and how you tell it and use that to your mm-hmm. advantage. will always bring it things. I think you can always even go back to like Jurassic Park by just even saying that movie today looks so damn good because of how they use the technology correctly. Mm-hmm. 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 I agree. I actually, I like those points. Those are very good, very good points. Well, thank you. Peons. Peons goes Zug Zug. An amazing gamer, an amazing person, and an amazing coach, by the way. Thank you so much for joining us this night. This has been a wonderful, wonderful exchange. I'm very glad we had it, even though there were a few hiccups along the way. But at the end, it all worked out very well. Thank you so much, everyone who tuned in to listen. Thank you for listening in on the series. I just want to let you know that you are awesome. Jesus loves you. And ganadora.